Hello, and thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name okay. is Mark. Okay. I'm also joined by Miles. Hello, Miles. Hello. Um, we are also joined by Jackie. Hello. Hi. So it is Mark, Miles, and Jackie back for another week to talk about an anime that is surprisingly not JoJo's Bizarre Adventure because we covered all of the JoJo TV anime and the old OVAs and, well, a bunch of other stuff. And you can find that in our podcast episode archive. These days, we've been watching shows recommended by our listeners or sponsored by our Patreon supporters. And this week, we have a Patreon pick. We are going to be talking about 1985's Dirty Pair. We watched the first three episodes of Dirty Pair, a title I don't really like saying, to be honest. feels weird to say it. This is an old one. It's an oldie. Well, we'll find out if it's a goodie. The name makes me think of... Like if it was a a nick a, like a gross nickname for titties. Oh, I just That's keep thinking think. of dirty Dirt- pair of underwear. Oh, I think of a dirty pair of like dirty pillows. Tiggled bitties. I see. Yes. Okay. Well, we'll talk more about dirty <laughs> pair in a little bit, but before we get into that anime, we need to first read a dirty pair of emails, and by that I mean we have. Two emails this week, and they're oh, not really dirty at all. Perfect. Uh, I'm counting now to make sure. Because I feel like even if there were three emails, it'd be good to say dirty pair of emails. Uh, so these are messages sent to Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com. Uh, Jackie, do you want to read this one from Christian? Okay. This email is from Christian, and the subject line is Dirty Pair. Hey, what's up, Jade? Hey, what's up, JoJo's Bizarre Gang? This show being covered this week is one I haven't finished, but I really like it first. I can't read. It's okay. It feels like if Cowboy Bebop and Panty and Stocking did a Dragon Ball style fusion dance, even though it came out way before either did. I love the two main characters and their dynamic. They're so fun to watch. That's all I have for now. Take care, everyone. Christian. P.S. Every time I close my eyes, I yell, Rusi Rusi Russian. I don't remember how that song goes. I don't remember how it goes either. You just you just went for it, right? Yeah, I just read it. I, I just read it how it was here. I, I was, was like half convinced that that's how the song went. I it probably like, goes right. like, like Russian. They probably like kind of pronounce it as if it's three syllables is my guess. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, we are watching Dirty Pair because Christian... Uh, suggested it, recommended it, paid for it on our Patreon. So thanks, Christian. Um, Christian says Cowboy Bebop meets uh, Panty and Stocking. What did you guys all? What would you compare it? What to? is Panty and Stocking? Oh, were you not there when we watched it? I think I think that was one of the weeks that Miles wasn't there. Because right, didn't we watch Panty and Stocking for Miles, the pod? It's two girls. It looks more like a Western cartoon, and like. One of them is named Panny and one of them is named Stocking. Yeah, and Garter Belt. Oh, and Garter Belt. Oh, maybe I did see And Garter Belt. They eventually, they have like a transformation sequence. They eventually meet two girls who have different names that are also like women's clothing. I forget their names. No, I wasn't there for this one. I remember listening to it though. Okay. Okay. It's weird. I, I definitely see the Bebop resemblance more. I feel, I feel like Panty and Stocking 
I don't know. I guess I am struggling to think of another comedy with two women who are agents. So yeah, maybe mm-hmm. this is a good, this is an apt crossover. Because I read this email before we finished watching. Oh, okay. And yeah, I think it's an apt. My first, first, first thing. impression was Charlie's Angels meets Sailor Moon. Okay. That was my first impression. And it stuck with me. What made you think of Cowboy Bebop? Just that it's like future and it's space travel and they just go to different locales and meet people. Um, And sometimes they might meet somebody with a kind of tragic story or, oh, and the casino. There's there's like a space casino in Bebop. Um, True. Just that kind of a thing. Thanks again, Christian, for your email. Uh, Miles, can you read this one by Chad? Okay, this email's from Chad, and the subject line is Dirty Angels. Aloha, JJB Pod Ohana. Here are some JoJo voice connections I found for the 1985 TV series for Dirty Pair. The corporate crime specialist that works with the Dirty Pair in episode 2 is voiced by Banjo Ginga, who also voiced the TV version of Part 3 enemy stand user Daniel J. Darby, the oldest poker-playing one, the older poker-playing one, stand name Osiris. If you keep watching later, you'll hear the voices of Part 3 enemy stand user Vanilla Ice, TV version, Part 2 Pillar Man Cars, Part 3 Joe Bros Noriaki Kakuin and Muhammad Abdul, 1993 and 2000 OVAs, but not until the 12th or 13 episodes at least. This was fun watching a classic anime that seemed pretty well animated considering this was 1985. I was most impressed by some of their technology details. If you weren't aware, the Dirty Pair IP has also had a bunch of OVAs that were released stateside, way before the TV series ever was, and even had an American comic adaptation way before the official manga adaptation. Check out the art style from some of the covers. I'm looking at it right now. Ooh, butts. It's even hornier design. <laughs> and if you oh, yeah. if you guys look at the second cover, it says K's acclaimed hypno butt. Good oh. for you, K. Anyway, I hope all is well and everyone is enjoying a pleasant fall here in the Northern Hemisphere. Mahalo, Chad. P.S. Have any of you received a nickname for better or worse that you couldn't shake? Huh. No, I don't think so. I did. I did. I did. What was your nickname? So in high school, I was like the new girl because I transferred into the high school that we all, the three of us went to. I transferred my sophomore year. Um, and I made a new group of friends. And this one girl was like, okay, you need a nickname. Everybody, like all of my friends have a nickname. So you have to have a nickname. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> And uh, she decided because I had a cherry on my shirt, it was a shirt that just had a cherry on it. She called me Cherry. So my name was Cherry. That's so boring. Didn't like it because it also made me think of like pop my cherry, like virgin. Uh That's what I thought of. Yeah. And I didn't like that, but I just never acknowledged it. We we weren't really close. Was this the friend that Miles also dated back in high school? She... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was part of that group, but it wasn't her. Okay. I was closer with that person at one point that Miles dated. Okay. So I I would have been comfortable telling her that I didn't like the nickname 
but this was a girl that I was like kind of friends with, but she was like more popular. I can just say her name. You can edit it out. Okay. Oh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, That's right, listeners. I had a girlfriend in high school. <laughs> Jealous. Jealous. <laughs> you know that story, this right? This kid named Lee called me Mahi Mahi because my last name is Ma. Oh. Okay. Oh, you know, uh, my friend Cindy's dad called me Jackie Chan, which I didn't like at first, but I like it a lot more now because I, Jackie Chan's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, her friend's sister's boyfriend called me Jackie Chan because he was racist. Oh. Yes. I was thinking the exact same. I was like, Miles has also been called oh, Jackie Chan. Oh, that sucks. Chan. Mark, have you ever been called Jackie Chan? No, but that same friend's <laughs> sister's boyfriend also said, let's hang out, but not with any Jews like that Mark kid. No way. Yes. I oh wasn't my there for God. that. I was told that later. Oh, my Great God. Guy. Great guy. Great <laughs> guy. But this around. was your friend's sister's boyfriend? And How old was he, do you think? Oh, God. It would be, like, so sad to even find that out. I think they were married and got divorced. I don't know. He sucks. How much older was he than us, though? Older? Had to be late 20s or maybe 30s? Okay. So a little bit too old to be making yeah. fun of high school kids. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Super weird. Damn. Um, But I never had... That never stuck as a nickname. Yeah. Thankfully, I was not, like, the town Jew or something. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think if you had a nickname in, when we were growing up that, oh asshole <laughs> <laughs> did you just say that first part just to say asshole yeah okay <laughs> very good oh nice we got another Patreon suggestion hell yeah uh, thanks for writing chat thanks for all the, the painful childhood memories um Oh, when I worked at I worked at an auto parts store and they would call me apparent like mostly behind my back they would call me Sunshine cuz I was just a white kid with long hair. Oh, okay. And I, I think it's from Friday Night Lights. Okay. I don't know, I've never seen it. And I would tell people I know and they're like you don't they were like you don't look like him. Um and then I like found out that character was gay and I was like Wait, did they just think I'm gay or something? And they were like, no, it didn't matter. He was gay. It was just blah, blah, blah. And I remember at some point I cut my long hair and I saw the guy who was training me and he mentioned a haircut and I was like, yeah, no more sunshine. And he just, he sort of looked really awkward. Mm. I don't think he knew that I knew about that nickname. How did you find out about it? Someone else told me. Okay. Mark, I haven't cut my hair since June. Should I keep it going? I haven't cut my hair in like a year and it's awful. But oh. you could keep it going because then it'll it'll keep you warm in the in the winter. Why do you think if it's awful, why don't you cut it? I never have a haircut place that I like. Oh. And so every time I'm just like, I feel like it's going to be a crazy dice roll. You should have come down here to my girl, Benya. Well, I did go down there, but I, it would have been weird to find the time to get a haircut. Yeah, that's true. It would have been quick. You could have talked about anime. She's Shit. fluent in Japanese. What? Yeah. Well, it's a it's a long drive, but I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll go down there on Thursday. Okay. Just jet down to five states south, whatever it is. Okay, great. Tell her I'm growing my hair out a little. Oh, <laughs> you don't you don't want her to think that you just gave up on her business. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
This was stupid. Um, thanks again for writing. Jojo's Bizarre Pod at gmail.com is the email address that you can send stuff to and will read unless it's awful. But we're not that judgmental. <laughs> Folks, we have a Patreon. You can support this show by going to patreon.com slash jjbpod and pledging as little as $1 a month. You won't even notice that it's gone and you'll help us out. That also gets you access to our Patreon feed, which includes the occasional bit of cut audio from the main podcast episode. Uh, you'll get access to Miles' weekly cultural reference newsletter that is called, Was That a Reference To? Uh, and if you pledge $3, you get those same benefits, and we will thank you out loud on the podcast like this. So thank you, Colin. Clit Rocket. Shun. Matt. Hentai Homie. I love Jojo Woo Woo. Daniel. Dalton. Soliloquy. Kasoon. Lord Zendar. Omar. Jumbo. Katie. Bloof. Nocturnal. Kenny. Mirror Man. Austin. Dim. <laughs> Martin. Aquosus. I can't go any lower, so I'm just going to say Christian. And Chad. And Chad. That's the lowest I can go. We're getting, we're getting real goofy here. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if there's a way to like go so low that it's just rumbling, you know? Maybe if I just put the mic <laughs> in my throat, like. I don't know what that sounds like. It maybe doing all that bullshit makes us seem insincere, but seriously, thank you. Thanks, everybody. Um, we also have a tier that some of these people are at where for just one month, if you pledge at the $15 level, you can pledge 15 and then immediately change it. You can even say, fuck you, I'm out of the Patreon. But as soon as you sign up for one month of 15 bucks, you can message us and say, yes, you can say my name on the air, or no, you can't, and I'd like you to watch this anime, and we'll watch it, as long as it's a reasonable length, like three episodes of a TV show or a regular length movie. Uh, we'll check it out, which is why we're watching Dirty Pair, um, a show that maybe most of us wouldn't have seen unless the world ended and we were horny in an old VHS store. Yeah. And we saw the box art. Yeah. Short of time travel, I mean, who else would pick up something called Dirty Pair with a bunch of scantily clad women on it? I don't know. Maybe our supporters are just that discerning a connoisseur type, and they know classic anime quality. So thanks again. Patreon.com slash JJBpod is how you can support the show and also dictate what the show covers. All right, we watched... Not Horimiya. Jesus, Mark. Forgot that it saves the tabs that I had open on disk computer. Alright, we watched Dirty Pair, which, while being a classic 1980s anime, uh, it is on Crunchyroll. Um, it came from the summer 1985 anime season, <laughs> which is crazy because I don't know if it's like... If it's just that myanimelist.net didn't have all the data from that time, or if like it really does show you how there's too many fucking shows now, it listed only two shows for summer 1985. Wow. It was just Dirty Pair 
and something called like Maho no Star Emmy. And that was it. If you look at like seasons now for anime, it's like dozens of shows and some that are net only. It's crazy. Well, there's infinite channels now and infinite ways of distributing content. Um, it's true. It's true. But it's, it's just so many. Um, and uh, it's contemporaries of the time Fist of the North Star was going on, Captain Tsubasa, uh, Urusei Yatsura, which we've covered. Uh, and this was done by Studio Sunrise, which I think, Chad, is why there's so much detail on the technology. Sunrise did Cowboy Bebop. They did a lot of the Gundam uh, shows, um, including, what's the one that we watched? The OVA from the 90s that has eight in it, eighth MS team, mm. uh, Code Geass, Inuyasha. Sunrise has done a ton. Um, believe it or not, this is a light novel series. I would have thought that this was more of like a silly manga so you can look at boobs and butts. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's, it's based on a series of light novels from the 80s. They've done this anime series, OVAs, a manga adaptation. Yes, American comics. Uh, the most recent light novel came out in 2018. And as recently as 2010, there was a, a new manga series. Is the same author is still writing? occasionally Man. it's not not very prolific uh and there was a yeah a 2010 manga series called the great adventures of the dirty pair that was more adult oriented not like adult but seinen mm. um so it's still somewhat relevant and yeah the author is haruka takachiho who co-founded studio new way which is a largely responsible this is too much of a tangent isn't it that's it I'm just going to leave it there. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, this is kind of, it's a sci-fi, but also silly comedy show. Um, and for me, it's another one where the OP is real attention grabbing, real fun. It's good. The ending is okay. I never listened to the ending and I never will. There's a lot of references to Russian roulette. In this mm. show, the opening, I think, is called Russian Roulette. Episode three says, love is like Russian Roulette. Mm. Do they know how Russian Roulette works in Japan, do you guys think? Mm. Why wouldn't they? Maybe things are just more dangerous there. Oh, like in general, you could die at any minute. So they're like, Russian Roulette's fun. Yeah. Oh, I guess Everything is it. like Russian Roulette. Yeah. Or maybe they're just like, roulette's a fun game, and Russians are cool. So you're arguing they don't know. It's possible. Huh. I didn't know. Do you guys think that in like a Russian casino, like in Russia, they call roulette uh, betting if you'll shoot yourself in the head? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Do you think they have a different name? Do you think for they them? have Russian roulette in the casinos in Russia? <laughs> no, well, they just call it roulette. I think. But I'm saying you think they have like a pistol in the middle of a table and that's a game. Yeah. You know, I think they do. Okay. I think they must. Um, so yeah. How do we have any opening thoughts? I don't know. I don't even know how we do a podcast. Does the dealer play too? Uh, no, because the dealer that seems like a bad job. The dealer always wins. Okay. Uh, not, a, not, not a lot. The of dealer tips. is who puts the bullet in the gun. Mm-hmm. He's the death dealer. Yeah. 
Um, the, well, episode one is called How to Kill a Computer. Yeah. Is this the worst name we've ever heard for a computer person? Oh, Brian. <laughs> Just Brian? The computer's named Brian. I was thinking, I was like, does this writer think he's really clever because it's like brain? Yeah. But it's just Brian. Brian the computer. And they don't and they don't say like Brian stands for something like right. brilliant. Brilliant registry internet adapted network. Or, yeah. Yeah. Hey, that was good. It's it's nothing like that. Maybe it's supposed to be also be like Hal, you know, from Space uh, Odyssey. It's uh, like mm-hmm. Hal is a very bleh name. But Hal stands for something. It does. Is Hal short for something? Or is that's just a name by itself? Just Hal. It's not like like the real name. Not, yeah, the name, uh, the real name. Hal, Halbrook, Halton, Halton. That's a great question. Halfony, Halfred, mm. Henry. Is it just Henry? It is a diminutive of Harry. Ah, ah. Some of those if are you're so an weird. Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't call someone Har. And isn't Harry like short for something else, like Harold or Harrison yeah, or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harold okay. or I think. Oh, how how being short for Harold makes sense to me. There's an L. Yeah. And there's the, all those also letters. What a diminutive of Harry, of Henry. Oh, Henry. Yeah, which is weird because Henry also has Hank as a nickname. Yeah. Which makes no sense. Yeah. Anyway, this was. Nicknames are weird. Old nicknames especially are weird. Yeah. Like the old nicknames are the ones that are just like, yeah, that's just a completely different name is a nickname for this right. name. Margaret is Peggy. Too bad. No, Margaret has a lot. Margaret is Peggy, Meg, Daisy is a nickname for Margaret. Really? Yeah. Marge. Um, There's a lot. I think we hit them all. I think there's more. Because because Margaret Margaret and and Elizabeth Elizabeth is another one that has a lot like there's Betsy there's Liz, Liz Beth Beth Bessie Eliza Eliza Lizbeth all right there's this is a boring. lot anyway uh so basically we find out that the dirty pair are like secret agents I guess yes there's K problem solvers there's K they work for this company that people hire to fix things they're fixers who seem to not always be the best fixers yeah they're They're just two sexy ladies who try to solve problems but they fuck everything and they're aliens too so I was curious about that because (laughs) they're from like another planet or something. Well, I think like all of humanity is spread out at this point. Okay. Because I think it's like the 2030s. One of the characters, it says their birth date is in 2021. Oh, they're a little baby now. Yeah. Um, But at some point, the computer Brian says like, you two are more similar to me. He says something like that. And I was wondering if that was seeding the possibility that these ladies are androids mm. or something. Well, their names are Kay and Yuri. Um, K is the one with like the reddish, pinkish hair. Okay. And the and Yuri is the one with the long blue hair. Oh, and Miles the, just made a face. Do you why? think that's backwards, Miles? What? No, I think I'm just making a face. Oh, okay. Okay, Miles is just making faces at things that we say. Um, and to me, their design is cool because they look different. But 
they also remind me um k reminds me of fire and yuri reminds me of water that's what they remind me of that makes sense because there's like the long bluish black hair and then the short spunky spiky reddish hair and she's like a more spunky character i read on the wikipedia page that yuri is of japanese ancestry and k is not Ah. well yuri has that like i forget what it's called but it's like the she just looks like like the stereotypical japanese like perfect japanese woman Mm. situation kind of like a shrine maiden with the like the long black hair yeah whereas k's hair is more it doesn't it's more modern doesn't look as easy for a japanese lady to naturally have hair like that Mm. is she supposed to have like a is she supposed to be like a natural redhead i don't know or does she just dye her hair because she's cool i'm on the fan wiki and i couldn't tell you anything because there's a lot of ads popping up yeah so it seems like they're more famously known as dirty pair but their code name is lovely angel and i think they prefer to be called lovely angel yeah, basically... Which also makes me think of Charlie's Angels. <laughs> that makes sense. The The author was inspired by women's wrestling of the ah, time. okay. And so 3WA is a reference to the World Women's Wrestling Association. So three ah. W's and an A. And there were, there were team names, women like duo wrestler teams named like Queen's Angels and stuff like that. Mm. So he was kind of going with that. Um, and these two, do they wrestle? I think they do some stuff. They don't just shoot things. I think they do some combat. Oh, I don't. I didn't write down which one it was, but I, I thought of Cowboy Bebop here too because one of them was dressed like Faye a little bit, like they had the same kind of like the Faye from from Cowboy Bebop with like the yellow like short shorts and crop like vinyl looking shorts. Yeah, that, that are like the size of panties. Yeah, so it reminded me of that too. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Cowboy Bebop took any inspiration from this show. Maybe. Um, there's a, there's a computer. What is it? I don't know. I called it Wally for a little bit. It's like that, that, that thing that goes like, wah, wah. What's his name? Nonmo, I think, or something like non, that. Yeah, non, yeah, I think it's non Wait, the, the animal? No, no, no. That's Moogie. And that's oh. a, it's like a bear. What is it's that It's like thing? a bear cat thing. Do they explain it's, why it's these, kind of horrible. Why the bear and the fucking robot help them <laughs> they don't but i just want to say that the worst part of the show by far is the voice actor for moogie it's, it's clearly just a, a man grimacing it's just mm-hmm. a guy going like and it's not like a deep they didn't put a deep voice filter on he's just like even though it's like he's a 12 like, foot long animal yeah it's just a guy and it sucks <laughs> um but yeah the first episode is about brian they are, well, I don't know what happens. They're kind of sent on a mission to deal with him. And he's a super smart computer who's, what is he doing? He's like. They all power cities. Yeah. And he's kind of fucking everything up because he's pissed about the Z-Box, which is uh, just something that was capable of destroying his memory. And they're like, oh, it's okay. We can get rid of that. He's like, I've already neutralized it. And they're like, oh, all right. <laughs> well then what's the problem he's mad that humans created like a fail safe for dealing with him so they ironically triggered him to go berserk yeah 
not be helpful. By the way, one of the things I enjoy about this show is that it is a comedy where characters die and it's Mm -hmm. fine. (laughs) Some shows or movies will do comedy and then people die and then it kind of fucks up the mood for me. Mm. But in this one, it's like they're going up an elevator in Brian and it's malfunctioning. But the people following them, I think they just explode. Like they're following them in a ship and they just like hit the ceiling and blow up or something. Yeah, fuck those guys. It was just funny. Forget them. Why not? Um... Yes. That's uh like I didn't write a lot of notes. I just kind of wrote down like my impression of the character. Basically everything I just said is what I This is fun. Great down. music. I love their bickering. I like their sexy ass clothes. Okay, Miles likes this show. There's they pass an establishment called Club Hentai. Oh, I didn't I notice that. I also made note of this. That's good. I noticed, uh, I think IMDb's trivia for episode one shows at one point a computer just flashes the names of all the original Star Trek actors like Leonard Nimoy, oh. William Shatner, etc. Um, And yeah, there's something where like the computer is smart and they want to like aim some laser beams at something to overheat it. But the computer puts up a mirror so the laser beams bounce off. Uh, but they eventually kick the computer's ass and win. It seems like they usually win despite being really sloppy. Um, yeah. Because in these first three episodes, this is sort of a non-spoiler, but we don't actually find out why they're called Dirty Pair. Mm-hmm. And I just happen to catch that it's just because they fuck things up. It's not that like they're known for being sluts or something. So what does dirty mean? Just they... I don't know. Okay. They're sloppy. I see. Who knows? I thought it was. I, I think they. I wouldn't go as far as to say they're sluts, but I think they know what they want out of life. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I definitely thought it was. Be- I thought it was dirty pair because people were like, "These are some sexy ladies." Yeah. In one episode, that lady had her whole ass crack out. Yeah, mm-hmm. she had fucking butt cleavage. Like, yeah. <laughs> she that is what that's like, called. I- she was just like, I'm going to draw attention to my ass crack right here. Not enough butt cleavage. You know, like... In everyday life? There's regular cleavage, but not enough people display their butt cleavage. I'm going to start. Okay. I don't want to be around you. How has Araki not designed a character with butt cleavage yet? Has he? Because I feel like... That's a great question, We need it. Jackie. We I need it. I think he's really only discovered butts in like part eight of JoJo. <laughs> you really <laughs> only start no. to see people's butts pop in, in, in part eight. Um, what, but, I think that's not true. What about John Gallier, though? Oh, that's true. He had a donk. <laughs> yeah. Was that in the manga, though? Did we see yeah, the manga panel? Yeah, it's worse than the manga. <laughs> it's even bigger in the manga. Yeah, I'm saying. It doesn't even fit on the page. <laughs> it just, it's, two, it's two pages. It's a double page. It has gravity. <laughs> yeah, one you have cheek to fold out. on each side. Yeah. <laughs> it's a pop-up like oh. children's books. <laughs> it's, or a Mad Magazine pull-out or Playboy or whatever, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, it's great that they're the only ones who seem to dress this way. Like, yeah, that, w- that would explain the, the nickname. wear suits. <laughs> oh, right. The way they beat the computer is by they warp a ship inside the computer, which destroys it. And it apparently means the tower that the computer is in ends up tilting, like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. And it is tilted every time you see it afterwards in the rest of the show. So I think that's, that's good continuity. Yeah, nice little detail. I I also I really liked episode two. I think it does a very funny thing with sort of turning gender tropes on their heads. 
in a fun and lighthearted way. What What do you mean by that? I think it was the best one we watched. Interesting. Why do you think that it... I don't understand. So the second one is about... uh, There's been like terrorist attacks on these like sort of space cruise ships. Mm -hmm. And uh, the dirty pair, or I'm sorry, the lovely angels uh, go on board with somebody named Nova Grave, who's in 3WA. Uh, and they're going to just sort of scope it out and see if they can like bait any terrorists out or see like if anything funny happens on this one. Um, and Grave is sort of like, he has them on in part, he kind of implies that he's like, well, you know, it could be a woman who's doing these things. And mm-hmm. it seems like he's hiring, he's bringing along women or thinks they can only deal with like if the culprit is a female, something like that. And so he's like a little bit sexist. And the name of the episode is Do Lovely Angels Like Chest Hairs? Mm-hmm. Uh, and the answer is no, because Kay, I think, pretty pretty decidedly says, I don't like chest hair. You're probably one of these guys with chest hair. Yeah. She <laughs> I, discriminates against she's, she, uh, yeah. people with chest hair. She's like, if you have chest, care, chest hair, I don't even like you as a person. Yeah, I guess in Japan, it's not always a thing. Yeah, I, don't it's, know. It's, I feel like most men have chest hair. When she general. says that, when he, I forget what he did, but there's one point when Kay's like, oh, he's got to have chest hair. <laughs> like this fucking guy. But like as a negative. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But at some point he gets injured. One of the space terrorists uh, shoots him. And so he ends up being sort of useless and they end up doing a bunch of stuff. And they're clearly like more capable because at one point they go to check the outer the outside of the ship even though he didn't tell them to and so sort of to spite him they go check the outside and they do find people sabotaging some systems outside uh and after he's injured he like tells them what to do but they also are like way on top of everything mm-hmm. yeah they're they're not you know they're not just here for their looks k is a woman in stem is what's her is she an engineer or something what's her i don't know she just seems like she knows computers really well and mm. space stuff yeah, I forget if it's this episode or or episode three where she like hits a bunch of buttons and then to like send the command, she hits like eight buttons at the same time, which mm-hmm. is stupid. It should just be the enter key, wherever the enter key is. Um, It's funny that this guy is sexist. Sexism still exists in the future. Oh, it's gotta. <laughs> it's gotta. Not in Star uh, Trek. I read that this show uh, ended sexism in Japan, though. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's so cool. It used to exist, and it doesn't anymore. What's the number on uh, female Shinto priests in Japan? Can you can we pull that up? I I forget. There's some old Japanese religion. It might be Shinto where women are not allowed to be clergy. Anyway, um, yeah. So they're very capable, and uh, we'll back up if there's any other details, but. At the end, he's like in the hospital and they're sort of all saying goodbye and they sort of have mutual respect for each other. And as he's saying goodbye, Grave unbuttons his shirt and is like, well, I'd like to work with you guys together again, you know, if you'll have me. And then he opens his shirt, showing his man boobs and shows that he does not have chest hair. And they're like, nice guy. Yeah, they say (laughs) nice guy. In English. In English. Uh, He's also totally ripped. Yeah. He is ripped, that's true. I, I heard that he shows them his ripped abs, ripped hairless 
abs. <laughs> so I guess the idea here is sort of flipping like the trope of like a woman who's like, maybe we can work together. And she like shows off her tits or something. Mm. In this case, not only is he being like, I don't have chest hair. I'm a nice person. But he's also being like, look at my man tits. I wasn't sure if he was prostituting himself to them because that's a like my very first thought. And then I was like, that's not what's happening. But maybe it he is. kind of is. He's prostituting himself. Yeah. Okay. No. He's, he's just like saying, he's like maybe you hey, can. I like you guys. Maybe I can have sex with you for money. You think that's what he's saying? I think he's saying maybe we could. We we should hang out. And as an added bonus, I'll let you know that I'm sexy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Which is you know it's on the line. No, I think he's like he's like, you know, he's saying, please forgive me for being a dick. I guess, but he doesn't need to. He could just say, I don't have chest hair. I'm a nice guy. How, who's going to believe him? Yeah. Look anyway, he looked like he looks so hairy. Anyone can say they don't have chest hair. Yeah. Maybe he shaved with Maybe his good shaved. arm in between the end of the battle <laughs> and being in the hospital. He went, he went and got it waxed. Mm. It still feels like he ended up playing the sort of stereotypical damsel in distress role. And they are the helpful agents in this uh, conflict. But they don't actually discover who the terrorists are, right? Don't they all get away? I forget. They arrest a bunch of people. Oh, okay. But I think they do arrest all the terrorists. Okay, okay. So, okay, then then they are like three for three in terms of actually getting the job done. Well, the thing that happened, like, this plane gets hijacked and they have to land it. And Oh, yeah. And as Yuri is flying, she, like, knocks over multiple buildings. And it's just like, uh... <laughs> Yes, thankfully they show that people are being evacuated. But for all we know, there was one or two, you know, sleeping people in those buildings that she just killed. And it's yeah, fine. Or, you know, your house gets knocked down. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe they have like space insurance. Who knows what these planets are doing? Um, episode three is called Fall in Love Involuntarily. Love is Russian Roulette. Uh... And this is one of my, I forget, I feel like I talked about it. Did I talk about this on the podcast? This is one of those things that they do in sci-fi that drives me insane. Where they go to a planet and the whole planet is a gambling planet. Mm. And I hate that they do, like, Ark. Why do you hate it? Because in real life, like, there's like a, a natural limit. Maybe I'm just like Earth mind only. I'm Earth centric, but. There's like a natural size limit to culture. At a certain point, it's like, no, okay, that's the end of this type of culture. And next to it are going to be people who act very differently. Like the idea of like a totally homogenous planet, where in like Star Wars or Star Trek, they're like, the whole planet is a desert and the culture is all monolithic. The whole planet is like a metaphor for Saudi Arabia. And it's just like, but our planet has so much diversity, you know? Yeah. But they just want to make it simple. And they're like, the people from this yeah. system are all like this, except maybe one character that we root for. Mm-hmm. It's just silly. All planets should have lots of different shit going on, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. And these all are. All planets should have gambling. These are that's seven fair. different factions, and they all are at war with each other because that's what happens on, on Earth. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah. I just can't think of an entire planet for gambling. Like, who can even see all of that? I don't. What is this? You'd have to like base the system around gambling somehow. Like instead of bartering for money, you gamble for things. 
Like you, yeah. go, you go to the supermarket and you like bet and then that's how you decide how many like gallons of milk you can buy. Or you whatever. have to play that stupid like stacker arcade game to see if you can get a cheaper grocery bill. <laughs> yeah. You guys know that stacker game at arcades? Where like a square moves left and right and you have to hit a button to time it and you try to build a straight line. Oh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. That was pretty cool. But anyway, yeah, just a gambling planet to me sounds stupid. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, they are like, this is, I don't know what the point of this job is. They're basically, they're going to go claim a legendary casino gambling chip from some rich casino. But I don't know why they're not like, I think they wanted to go into a museum. Yeah. I didn't understand what was happening in this episode. <laughs> what did I write down here? Um, there's a tarot card old lady. That's true. Uh, they have an Enyaba. Yeah, it was. <laughs> the Gollum chip makes you rich and shit. Wait, is it called a Gollum chip? That's what I wrote down, but I don't know if I don't know if that if I wrote it down wrong if that was like a, a autocorrect that my phone did but i wrote down golem chip yeah it says here golem yeah golem. but i wonder if that's similar to like golem from lord of the rings i think i'm just pronouncing it wrong i think it's golem <laughs> okay <laughs> i think it is golem yeah okay i'm just okay. pronouncing but was it was there something like to it like does it make you better at gambling is that what it was <sighs> it seemed like it was just a good luck thing like it it brings mm. you good good things happen to you when you possess it um, and then here's where we get the butt cleavage dress, which is great. Yeah, Kay has that on, right? I like yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Um, Yuri challenges the casino owner to a game. This was strange. Uh, I don't really, I'm just reading my notes because I don't remember. Why does that happen? Do you guys remember? I think it was her ploy to like get the the guy who has the golem chip like interested. Like it's a way to get on his radar by yeah. making this giant bet and losing to him. Yeah, she yeah. Lo- she loses three thirty thousand credits. Yes, in the yeah, meantime, and she's just like, we can expense it. <laughs> yeah, which is a great. That's a very yeah. adult joke. The idea of just <laughs> something stupid at work and being like, nah, expense. Uh, yeah, right. Because the 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 beginning of this story is that Kay and Yuri were on vacation, or they're about to start a vacation, and then they get called in for this stupid job where they have to go steal from a bajillionaire. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's the idea is that Yuri's like, I'm just going to make a stupid huge bet and lose. And then I'll just look like, you know, a sucker, like a big fish. Like he'll want me to hang out, uh, which of course works because this is fiction, but it's weird. She, yeah, she puts up, she's like, how about a game for 30,000 credits? And he's like, name the game. And she says, blackjack. Does that make sense as a game to pick? I know that she doesn't mind losing in this case, but like, well, I think she let him pick the game and he picked Blackjack because he was mm. playing it already. Oh, are you sure? Okay, I could have sworn they did and I was like, that seems stupid. <laughs> like, poker seems like better odds if you know what you're doing. Yeah. But I could be wrong. Um, Yeah, they play Blackjack, she loses, they go, oh, well, and then of course, he, I forget his name, it's a crazy name, it's like four words. Um, He invites them back to his mansion, which thankfully is not its own planet. It is just like a huge... On Mansion Planet. Yeah, it's on Mansion Planet, a planet of mansions. 
so they, they go back there and he has like this whole hedge maze that they just drive through really strangely and oh yeah i think at some point their car explodes oh but also no they're they're getting taken to the mansion like through the hedge maze by this driver who they meet who named sydney sydney who ostensibly works for a gambling boss man but is like a double agent right who's we've... helping with three wa and he like goes through the hedge maze like you would go through a maze and um moogie and their robot pal follow them but they just crash through it and their car explodes right Nin- ninmo or nammo or whatever his name is you're right you're right they're idiots because they're an animal and a robot and they just drive through the hedges yeah. um and the casino people do notice later i think they talk about they're like oh a trap caught some rats or something um let's see here yeah i really want to know what this guy's name was because I, what did I say to you, Jackie? I was like, his name is like Chester Choster. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did, did you write? Know. Did you say that to me? I didn't write it down. Whatever you said to me, I didn't write it down. <sighs> oh, oh! At, at one point, they're locked in with a King Kong-looking guy. Is what I wrote down. Remember that big yes, guy? Yes, I forget his name, but they fight him. They fight a guy who's like so huge. He's like Fist of the North Star, huge. Mm. Like a person who's so big that you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> is that a human being right let's see here Sydney right okay sorry the casino owner's name is Cabrera Carpentier Air de King I think Cabrera Carpentier is close to Chester Choster yeah you nailed it <laughs> thank you um yeah so Sydney the butler or casino worker takes them in uh, I don't remember if they even get to meet very many people or if we just see Mr. Air de King talking to his house guests and he talks about like the next event beginning or something and then we basically see that the lovely angels, the dirty pair themselves, are not going to get to meet everybody and play cards. They are in a like fight to the death and people are going to bet on them. Uh, and so yes, they fight a giant huge man they beat him and they also short circuit the surveillance cameras in, in the same uh at the same time and then at some point they're able to like get away and they go for the chip i think yeah and sydney helps them out a lot cuz at this point all of the guards are chasing them yeah and sydney says like oh your 3wa your agency like got in contact with me so I'm helping you out or something. Um, and they they go to get the chip, but oh yeah, this was another case where someone just dies. In the beginning, someone tries to take the chip and they just get vaporized by some laser system in the beginning. Yeah. And I laughed. Um, and this time it's like, yeah, they, they want to kill the security system, but they have to go deeper into the mansion to shut down the the laser grid or something. I don't know. Whatever. But when they go to shut it down, it announces that it's going to explode the entire mansion or something <laughs> or the entire mansion property. And Sydney is like, no, you guys go. I'll stay here and I'll. It was weird. He said, like, I can make it so it, the explosion only damages the mansion, but you guys can escape instead of it being a bigger explosion. I don't know. 
Yeah, it was going to be the whole property, but he said he would limit it. Which is, what the fuck is that? What the hell's total destruction has a last minute option to be like, okay, I'll only blow up the house. A little less destruction, yeah. Um, Also very poor security that you have like lasers that will kill people. And then if you disable it, it's like, well, fine, I'll blow up everything. And at some point, Yuri goes back to like the room where the chip is, but there's like 20 people in there who are also trying to get the chip. And she can't quite find it. She eventually grabs something. They leave. The mansion does explode? I don't remember if it actually explodes or not. Um, and it turns out that Yuri... The mansion does explode. It does explode. That Yuri had grabbed a fake chip. Um... And Kay and Yuri are sort of like, oh, well, whatever. And they're at a spaceport, which is like an airport, but for spaceships. And they recognize someone, I think. Do they recognize that this is Sydney? It's a totally different looking guy. Yeah, he has totally, I wouldn't have recognized him. He has totally different hair. He's a master of disguise. He's a much cooler looking guy now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And... They recognize him, and then I think he kind of tries to play it off a little bit. I, I don't know. Or they, they, they say to him that they know that he is the fortune teller in Mr. Air de King's mansion. Yeah, and that he has the real chip. Yeah, and then he's like, he gives them the real chip, and then he's like, oh, but can I quickly do a coin flip for you guys? Which I would have been like, no, get the fuck out of here. But he does a coin flip, and it implies that he did one last-minute switch with their fake chip. But later, when he looks at his chip, he has the fake. A fake chip that somehow Kay put a picture of herself going onto yeah. the face of. I don't know when she had time to do that. Um, She's just cool. Okay. And so they do get the real chip. So once again, Dirty Pair wins. And uh, Kay and Sydney both mentioned to each other that, that they were romantically interested in one another. But it does not seem like it will go further because they go their separate ways. Um, I like Kay says, everything he says is so corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the beginning, even in the casino, she's like, oh, we should bet uh, and see who pays for dinner or whatever to Sydney. And then she's like, yeah, but I'm going to get a date. And Yuri says like, you like lame guys like that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is lame about him? He just has glasses and slick back hair? Or you don't like service workers, Yuri? Is that your deal? Yeah, Yuri's a snob. Condescending. He likes to get down and dirty. That's why her butt sticks out. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, look what I got. Two cheeks. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not going to say low standards. Ooh, I'm going to say ooh, average ooh, standards. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Something that is implied by that butt cleavage. She's not wearing underwear, right? No, of course not. I guess you could push it down, maybe. She's wearing nah. like low rise underwear. Yeah. <laughs> low rise underwear. No, I think it's supposed to be like it's sexy and I'm not wearing any underwear. It's sexy and if I fart, I have to be very careful. <laughs> um, yeah. This was not a bad episode. Again, it's like some things are stupid. Like what? What's with the self destruct <laughs> sequence? Some things about it are kind of smart. But yeah, it does feel a little bit like Bebop where it's like, let's go onto this planet and get to know these people. And then, all right, off to a new mission. Uh, and little bits of romance. I think that was my least favorite one. 
Mm. But I liked their formal wear. I think I liked this one over the first one. The first one was okay. It was a little silly. But yeah, then again, the, the actual plot of this one was dumb, because what does the chip do? Who cares? Pretty dumb plot. That's a good point. Uh, Yeah, overall thoughts, Miles, go. I think you already said everything, pretty much. Yeah, I liked it. It's fun. And good music. Yeah, I knew when the opening started, I was like, whatever sound this this shit starts with, it's going to be like that classic audio quality, like very compressed, just saxophone, just yelling something. Yeah, yeah. Saxophone and trumpets, like real instruments. Um, Yeah, it's charming in that nostalgic way. And yet I feel like there are hints that there will be real depth here, especially hearing that it's based on a light novel series. Mm. Um. You can't tell that from these first because there isn't a lot of depth. There's not like, you know, lore that you're that you're being told about yeah, this world. And also hearing that he made eventually a Seinen series in, in 2010. And there's a sequel to the Dirty Pair called Dirty Pair Flash, uh, which is also erotic sounding. Uh, that's grittier. It's like also in the space in space in the future, but it's after like a huge like economic crash and everything sucks. Mm. Um which I think he should call dirtier pair or dirtiest pair. Um, but yeah, I liked what I saw this show. I think it's a fun time capsule into 80s anime. I think the girls are hot. Although one of them's like 17 maybe, so never mind what I just said. They're both 19, liar. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of, maybe I read the ages on Dirty Pair Flash. Too young for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you, as opposed to whom? As opposed to a 17-year-old. You know? Oh, I thought you meant you because you're like five months younger than I am. I'm 22. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, Jackie, what'd you think? It's fun. It's a fun time. Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. It was, I like the, I like the art. I like the character design. Yeah. I like the character design. I thought it was fun. Um, Do you think it inspired women to go into tech? Uh, I As think it was ending sexism. I think it inspired women to become spies mm. and to wear butt cleavage dresses and to I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah, sorry. I was just reading the wiki to see what other forms of media there are for this show, and it's like. The OVAs that they made are called With Love from the Lovely Angels, which, what the fuck is that? And something called Dirty Pair Project Eden. Hmm. Uh, Yeah, but it's fun. I would keep watching this. Yeah, I would keep watching this as well. It, it feels easy, goes down smooth. Um, yeah. It's not quite because I still like a sub especially with older anime it's not quite like a watch this and eat dinner but it feels like in terms of depth it kind of is a show that you could just watch and not sit there and go but wait 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 how did we get here yeah i i need to back up four episodes it's a good it's a good casual watch i think yeah uh all right i don't have any stray thoughts oh wait you know what i do have one stray thought Except now that I didn't write down the actual text, it's sort of dumb, but one of the bad guys is looking up the dirty pair and they show one of them and there's a bunch of English writing under her picture 
and I paused it, and it looks like they clearly just took copy from some financial magazine where it was like, the National Finance Bureau has reported that interest rates must remain stacked. Like, it's showing a picture of K from Dirty Pair, but it's talking about some financial agency. Mm. Um, but, you know, to their defense, everything was spelled correctly and stuff, so, you know, they got that much right. Good for them. Anyway. Folks, let's talk about what we're going to watch next week. Again, that was Dirty Pair. It's on Crunchyroll. It's classic shit. Um, but it looks like next week we will be watching some episodes of GTO, uh, which is short for Great Teacher Onizuka. Probably the first three, but I will let you know on Twitter if it's going to be different episodes. Uh, but yeah, GTO. I have to see where that's available as well. Um, and again, that's a suggestion from Patreon, a Patreon-sponsored pick. You can go to. It's not a suggestion; it's a demand. That's true. It is more than a suggestion. Patreon.com/slash/JJBpod. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter or whatever it's called. Uh, we are at JJBpod. There, there is a Discord that a listener started for this podcast. The invitation to join that is in the description of this podcast episode. So remember, until next time. In space, you can dress however you want. You can eat on Earth, too. Uh, Show uh, your butts, everyone. Yeah, do it. Break out those cheeks. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.